Welcome to Him for Her Radio. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him Prison Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Shug Burry. If you say what you want to say. brave here today. As a matter of fact, the women's hot topic is young, brave, and bold Gabby Odom. This is our topic today, and I would not want to be speaking to you without one of my favorite co-hosts, Reagan Kramer. Reagan, welcome to the show. How's it going, Shuggy? I'm so glad you're here with me, baby. We are going to have some fun. Now, it sounded like a soap opera when I titled it, doesn't it? <laughs> Young, brave, and bold, but it's not. And, and, well, sometimes it is like a soap opera. You know, the world is like a soap opera, this upside-down world. But yeah. um, listeners, I want you to know I am sitting here with a young woman named Gabby Odom, O-D-O-M, and she is a junior in high school. Yeah. Now, I'm not used to having minors on the show, <laughs> and so I'm going to watch what I say just to be super careful that I don't say anything that's going to slip out. But good. I just want to share a little bit about you. Can I share with our listeners who you are? Yes, I would love it. Oh, good. So Gabby is a junior in high school. She's involved in a student-led. Now, this is not adult-led. This is student-led movement called How to life. Not how to live, but how to life, which is an international ministry that exists to reach the next generation for Jesus Christ. She's passionate about sharing the gospel and walking faithfully to anything, really anything. You want to do anything. Oh, yeah. Hang on. (laughs) Hang on. That God calls her to. Gabby is living in a crazy world because she is brave, bold, and on fire for Jesus Christ. Mm. And one of the reasons you're here is because of my friend, Reagan Kramer. Reagan, tell us Thanks, a little Reagan. bit about her. How do you know her? <laughs> I just love Gabby. <laughs> I mean, I've heard about you for a long time through a mutual friend, and they kept saying, you have to meet this family. And so then I was at a pastor's conference, and I actually, yes. I didn't know you were going to be there, and I heard you speak, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is what they're talking mm. about. And I actually had tears in my eyes watching you up there and what God is doing through you sharing the love of Christ. I mean, and this was to people, you know, pastors throughout our entire city that um, it was just beautiful. No, hang on. There's a a junior in high school with a microphone in front and she's preaching it to the (laughs) pastors. That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I I love it. God is going to just, he's just going to roll with Mm -hmm. you. It's amazing. You know, people have called you an evangelist, Gabby. Mm -hmm. Now, an evangelist in scripture is someone who shares the gospel of Jesus Christ. We're all called to share it. The Great Commission, Matthew 28. But, you know, people have a corner on it, a spiritual gift on it. Mm. I'm an evangelist. I didn't know that for quite a while. In fact, I was quite older in my age before I realized God was using me powerfully to bring people to Christ. And it was so amazing. I always thought my spiritual gifts were leadership or teaching. I actually did a show. You guys listen up to it. It's called, God, Why Did You Make Me This Way? And we talk about those spiritual gifts that God gives us. Um, And it wasn't until I started preaching the gospel that I watched hundreds of people come to Christ. Mm. And, and that's really where the fruit comes. And there's a lot of pastors who preach the gospel, and they haven't had that opportunity to watch people say yes to Jesus. But yeah. you have, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. And so as an evangelist, help our listeners understand what that looks like in a youth person's eyes. 
Yeah, you mean just sharing the gospel from a, yeah. from a youth perspective? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I, I always say, um, and I'll say it again, that, that if the gospel is real and if it is true, then why are we not telling everyone and about it? And what is the gospel? I mean, the gospel is that we are a sinful people who are not right before a holy God, and we are in need mm-hmm. of a Savior. And, and the truth that Jesus died for our sins, and he resurrected in order to proclaim victory over that. And so it's a sweet and a high calling to be able to proclaim that to a generation that does not know truth. Okay, pinch me, Reagan. Pinch me, Reagan. I can't believe I'm looking at a junior (laughs) in high school who just said those words of wisdom. Amen. Mm. And you're not watering it down like this is what the scriptures say. And you're just speaking it plainly with Mm. such love. And it just fires me up to watch you and see what Mm. God's doing. Gabby, your story is so amazing from the time you were a child and to where you're at now and you're only 17. (laughs) So give us just a little brief journey. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I would say that I I always was a kid who loved learning about Jesus. Like from a very young age, I was very intrigued by the character of Jesus and and loved learning. But it wasn't until um, I would say my eighth grade year of of middle school that um, I was in Africa and the Mm -hmm. Lord really um, grabbed hold of my heart in that moment and Mm -hmm. said, I want you to follow me and I want you to give your all for me. And it, it was in that moment that I realized I had to give my life in order no, to No, no, I'm just going to back it up a little. If there's somebody listening who has no idea, how does God talk to you? Yeah. I mean, what did mm-hmm. it feel like? What did it sound like to you? I mean, I think it was just, a, it was a moment of clarity. I was, I was in the, on the red dirt of Uganda and, and ministering to, to some Ugandans in the village and, and it was just this clear picture. And I, it wasn't this audible voice of God, but rather just his intimacy mm. um, and a tug on my heart of, I want to use you to tell people about Jesus if you will follow me. But but following me is going to have to look like letting go of your sin and letting go yeah. of your old life because I can't be near your sin. How do you sin. let go of your sin? Hmm. I think I think that looked like a step of obedience. Mm-hmm. Um, that year, it was January 2016 that I committed the word obedience to the Lord and said, I want to wake up each day and be obedient to the throne. And that looked like a daily sanctifying and a daily um, choosing Jesus over my flesh and over my sin. And it is still a daily thing. Um, I still wrestle with so many different things, but daily it was a choice um, to choose Jesus or to choose the world. And, and I wanted Jesus. Oh, I love it. As an evangelist, I mean, don't you feel that it is so powerful when you just open your lips and the gospel comes out? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you're like, this has nothing to do with me. This is all God. Look yeah, at what God. God's doing. 100%. In fact, I just love Charles Spurgeon. He said, the gospel is like a caged lion. Mm. Get this, listeners, a caged lion. Imagine a caged lion. Let it, it does out. not need to be defended. Mm. It needs to be let out of yeah. its cage. Let Amen. It out. Yeah. And so that's where the gospel comes in. Absolutely. That's how God uses us. Absolutely. I love that. I say that in prison sometimes. I love that caged lion let out of its cage. Um, Gabby, what spiritual opposition have you seen? I mean, you let <laughs> the lion out, right? Yeah. You let the gospel out and yeah. you're bold and you're brave around it. But what have you seen as a high schooler mm. that spiritual opposition as you share the gospel with your peers? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of spiritual opposition, obviously, um, when we are going to open our mouths for the gospel to be declared there's a target on our back, yeah. um, and the enemy hates um, when yes. people come to know Jesus, and so that opposition has looked like many different things. I mean, high school has not been the f- best thing in the world. It's been lonely. It's been hard. Um, there's a lot of people who hate the words that I have to say. Mm-hmm. And, um, I've had, you know, things put out on social media about me and different things like that. And, um, it has to come back to, I mean, every day choosing to be in bend knee before mm-hmm. the father, because 
um, the opposition is heavy and it is scary, but Jesus has already won. Amen. And, and so we get to walk in that freedom and in that victory. You know, if day. you get that perspective, you know, it just speaks from Romans eight thirty one. What then shall yeah. we mm. say in response mm. to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Yeah. I mean, really, if we open our lips for Christ, and I love what you said, you gave it up, you surrendered, you're being obedient, God's going to use you powerfully yeah. in such a powerful way. Ladies, if you're just listening, this is Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. This hot, this just fires me up. I've got an evangelist, two of them, <laughs> in the room with me today. I love it. I've got Gabby Odom, who is a junior in high school. You heard me right, a junior <laughs> in high school. And Miss Reagan Kramer, who comes in and preaches with me inside of the prisons, in and out of the prisons. It is just such a blessing. I just feel the Holy Spirit moving through this room mm, right absolutely. now. We got so many questions. We want to keep getting to it. Um, you know, if you hadn't listened to our first part one, we had Gabby's mom on, Barbie. The best. Who talked about Woo-hoo! raising a brave and bold kid in the world. You guys tune in, listen to that. Uh, but today we're talking about young, brave and bold Gabby Odom. No, this is not a soap opera title. This is real, and it's happening today. Gabby, take us through a day of a typical high school student mm. right now. Yeah. I know it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. Um, yeah, they call our generation Generation Z, and, and we just found out recently a statistic that said that only 4% of my generation has a biblical worldview, which is scary. How many? Mm-hmm. 4%. 4%. 4%. Oh, my goodness. And. And when we realize that reality, I mean, that means that 96% of my generation doesn't know truth. And so a typical day of a high school student looks like, I mean, hundreds of people walk through my high school who have a loss of identity. They don't know where where truth is found. Um, They have no basis for what truth is. They don't know who God is. And so that leads to a lot of insecurity, a lot of brokenness. Mm -hmm. Um, We, I mean, peers do what their peers do. Mm -hmm. And you don't see high schoolers drinking because they've watch their parents drink wine. You, you see right. high schoolers drinking because they see high schoolers drink and think it's okay. Yeah. And so um, in the same way, I mean, I want to be the type of student who who will then encourage my other students and peers to follow Jesus. Because if they can watch me follow Jesus, then maybe they'll want to do that too. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of peer influence. And I think we do what's, we do what's trendy. We do what's popular. Yeah. And that brought you to, how did this start? How to life yeah. ministry because you see all this going on and you're like lord i want to help these people yeah. you're kind of alone i know you've dealt mm-hmm. with some loneliness throughout you know the high school especially your freshman year yeah how did god bring this to you yeah so the how to life movement uh was a, is a student-led movement that began four years ago uh, by some friends of mine um, in arkansas and i really got on board with it just about a year and a half ago but we have a leadership team of about six of us from all over the nation all over the world and it really exists to reach our generation for Christ, to, to put on events. Um, we just had our 50th event, actually, in Kansas wow. City this last weekend. And we have events in Dallas and or in Nashville and Oklahoma this weekend. But um, to put on these events, to share our testimonies, to have worship, and then to share the gospel um, and invite people into that because it's changed our lives. So why would we not extend that invitation to all the people we can? And how do these? How do you find out about it? I mean, is it yeah. through the church? Is um, it- a lot of How to Life has expanded through social media. We, okay. we recognize that the enemy has used social media to mm-hmm. reach millions of people at once. So why are we not doing that yeah. um, for Jesus? And so um, people will reach out to us through Instagram and um, wanted to start events in England and in Germany. And um, we have people that are going to be starting events in Singapore. And mm-hmm. um, really the Lord has just just allowed us and, yeah. and blessed us with um, this ministry. And yeah, 
Yeah, we're excited about what God's doing. He has opened up the floodgates, young lady. I tell you, God is going to use you powerfully and continues to do that. Mm. I love to see when he gets us in our sweet spot how he uses you just abundantly for his glory. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I saw you on a YouTube video with P- the Pulse Movement, the mm. Pulse event. Um, you stood up and you spoke, and a shout-out to our Pulse friends, you guys that are helping the next generation come to know Jesus Christ. And you had said in there, whoever wants our generation will get them. Yep. <laughs> what advice can you give the church to really reach the hearts of the next generation? What does that mean, first of all? Yeah. Um, I would say, um, I, I guess what I meant by that is, um, I think in a very lost culture, um, science wants us, politics mm-hmm. wants us, um, the media wants us, because if they can get hold of our generation, I mean, if the enemy can get hold of my generation, then he gets all the rest to follow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so if the church would step up and fight relentlessly for my generation and pursue us relentlessly, then I think that we can do some serious work. And so I think what that would look like for the church to pursue us um, would really, again, just to be to fight. Um, I mean, the media has gotten into our magazines, our TV shows, our schools. And so what if the church were to influence our schools mm-hmm. and our TV shows and our podcasts and and really get in our ear? Um, because there's a lot of noise and there's a lot of sin and a lot of chaos. And so what if the church... Um, could pray fervently for us, first of all, and and silence that noise so that we would be able to hear the whisper of God's voice um, because there is a lot of chaos. And so we need a church that will love well. I mean, Pastor Joel at Westwood, he Mm -hmm. always says, um, if we could just get the love thing right. I use that all the time. Let's get the love thing right. Let's get the love thing right. And and how would that change? And I'd add... Let's get the truth thing right mm-hmm. because they have to they have to work together. That love and truth cannot contradict and will not contradict each other. So if we would step up for love and for truth, we'd be able to do some I some love work. that. And you know what else I love that you said is that Gabby you said to hear his whisper. Yeah. I mean, he does speak to us oftentimes, most times in a whisper yeah. in our heart in those intimate moments mm-hmm. in that relationship. And you can't go out and preach the gospel until you've rerooted yourself totally. in Christ. And even Jesus went to the even, garden. Yeah, even Jesus. And he yeah. went and he prayed and he lifted up, uh, you know, he, it says, cast all your anxiety on me. And I have just found that sometimes I feel like I'm just taking on the world, but yeah. it isn't until I get back on my knees, confess, totally, and just share all of my worries with Christ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that he just reunites us. You know, I could go on and on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're just listening, you guys, you're not going to believe this. I'm sitting in front of a junior in high school. Those were words of wisdom from someone who was a junior in high school, Gabby Odom. And she is young, brave and bold and this is him for her radio women's hot topics and we hit women of all ages young and old and in between and if you want to continue to hear more of these shows would you do me a favor and please donate would you donate because we want to bring the gospel to the darkest corners of the world we just see this show going not only national but international we believe that jesus christ is in the middle of this and so would you please donate to him h-i-m prisonministries.org and watch how your monies will not only go towards helping prisoners see Jesus Christ, women prisoners, also get mentored, but also as we reach people with the radio show of Women's Hot Topics. Uh, Reagan, I want you to just allow yourself to just go ahead and ask her some questions that I know have been on your heart. Well, Gabby, I mean, we've talked about some of the opposition, and I mean, I'm just fired up listening to you and what God's doing. What victories are you seeing? How is God moving Mm. through your generation right now by going to preach the gospel and other things that you've seen kids your age do? 
Yeah, I mean, absolutely. There has, there is victory, and I think, um, I mean, ever since the fall in in Genesis, God has been on this grand rescue mission to restore our generation, yeah. and so absolutely that is continuing in victory um, today. But I would say, um, even just watching my friends who are in a pursuit of Jesus, that is victory. Amen. Like to see um, even our How to Life event that we had here in Minnesota in January, there was almost 800 people that showed up and 225 people that gave their lives to the Lord that and night. And what ages wow. were there? Uh, I mean, all high schoolers were, were invited. There, I mean, there was parents in the room, but it was it was targeted towards high schoolers. There was, I mean, everyone um, under the age of 18 was on stage. And, and so, yeah, it was a blast. But that is victory. I mean, 225 people, that was about a third of the people in that yeah. room. Um, and then to even see the momentum that that has, I mean, brought yeah. in our schools, that there yeah. is revival happening. And, yeah. and to watch friends um, who are 17 and 16 and 18 in the Word each day and passionately pursuing right. Jesus, that excites me. <laughs> and and that I love that it's your awesome. age. Your ki- you know, it's not like a pastor up there, yeah. which is great. Yeah. But God is really using people your age and your own peers yeah. to share. Look at I can do this. God has emboldened me and given me the courage. That is such a beautiful thing. And how do these kids, if they come to an event, like, is there follow-up where you're, you know, okay, how do we keep in touch with you? You're a new Christian. How does that work? Yeah, I mean, the greatest thing we encourage is is for people who invite people to then follow up with them. And we obviously, I mean, we do, there was a response card that um, people gave us, you know, their Instagram handle and different things like that. And so we're able to reach out through Instagram um, and different mediums like nice. that. But we, we absolutely encourage, I mean, those friends to then follow up with them because it has to be this one-on-one um, yeah. personal um, relationship and discipleship. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, Reagan, have you noticed as well that it's such a different way to approach this next generation than perhaps what I've seen or even what mm-hmm. your generation has seen as well? I mean, mm-hmm. everything is such a high-tech world. Mm-hmm. And so they're reaching kids in the, in the space that they're at with the same gospel, the same truth, but in a whole new technique and way to reach them. Yeah, it, I, I love that. And I'm wondering how, like, just coach us for a minute. Yeah. Like, if I'm a high school kid, and I'm like, who is Jesus? What would you say to me? Because um, I was that kid, by the way, in high school. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, me and my one of my friends, we always say, just say Jesus' name and say it boldly. And um, mm. I always say it doesn't have to be this like step A, step B, yeah. you know, step one, step two process. But really, you know, tell me you're hurt and I'll tell you my hope. Oh, like, God. tell me what's hurting you and I can tell you the hope of Jesus. And and that looks really differently. And again, letting the Lord lead and letting you know, the Holy Spirit take over in those moments. But um, if we know truth, then then why not just proclaim? And it doesn't have to be this perfect, um, like perfectly said thing, but but rather, I mean, I, I always, I love the the quote of, of God doesn't um, call the equipped, but he equips the called. Amen. And, and so yeah. he will use us despite our sin, despite our inadequacy, despite our weakness, he will use us if we are willing. Amen. And that just goes right with Joshua 1, 9. I have commanded you, haven't I? Mm. Be strong and courageous. I mean, I'm looking right at your eyes. You're you're already strong and courageous. Mm -hmm. Don't be fearful or discouraged because the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. You know, I love what you just said. You said, tell me your heart and I'll tell you my hope. Mm. Isn't that the truth, ladies? When we're sharing the gospel... It's not about, you know, fancy words or that you went to seminary or I look at the scripture. I know that usually turns people off. Totally. But what does turn them on is this is who Jesus Christ is to me. Yeah. And I want to give you that hope as well. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Oh, Gabby, do you have anything to share with the listeners of all ages? I mean, especially people in your age group. Mm. 
Yeah, I mean, I would just go off of what you said, Joshua 9. That's my biggest encouragement of do not be afraid. Um, if we recognize the power um, and the magnitude of heaven and of hell, then how could we not right. tell people about it? Mm-hmm. Um, the truth that that heaven is is the sweetest thing and hell is hard. And, and, and to the believer, you know, earth is as bad as it's going to get. Like to the believer, this is as worse as it's going to get. Poverty and war and sickness is as worse as it's going to get. But to the unbeliever, um, every single tongue will confess and every single knee will bow. So my encouragement is always um, let's encourage people to bow yeah. before it's too late. Mm-hmm. And let's encourage people to bow before the throne because we will face judgment. Mm-hmm. And so do not be afraid to tell them um, of the hope in which you have because it's heaven or it's hell. Yeah. And we are walking billboards for it. Yeah. And, and when people look at me, they either see Jesus or they or they don't. And that's a high calling. And so do not be afraid um, because it is not of us yeah. at all. And and so we got to be, you know, walking billboards for heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, the world is thirsty to know Jesus. Yeah, they are. They're thirsty. Yeah. That's a great that's a great word to use, thirsty. Proverbs 28 says, The wicked flee when no one is pursuing them, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Mm, and okay. I see you mm-hmm. being bold as a mm. lion because you're allowing the gospel of Christ to be released. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of women that listen to the show that um, have been incarcerated from time to time. Mm. Uh, my heart goes out to you, ladies. You know I love you. I preach in prisons. I watch mm. the gospel of Christ. Literally, I got a front row seat, as you do, yeah. to watch the gospel of Christ um, just turn around their lives. And they have a lot of kids your age that maybe they only see one side. What words of advice would you give to those kids that maybe mom stumbled or failed or or had a difficult time, but that there's hope for them? What would you tell them? Yeah, I mean, exactly that, that there is hope, that um, we are not defined by our sin. We are not defined by our past. We are not defined by the home that we grew up in, but that God is doing a new thing. Mm-hmm. And and recently, um, I, I'm reading this book called It's Not Supposed to Be This Way by Lisa Turkhurst. And in her second chapter, she talked about how there are situations in our life that leave us feeling broken. Mm-hmm. And, and God, in his mercy, he can restore it and, and glue it back together. And there, there are situations in our life that then leave us feeling like dust, where any piece of wind could pick us up and carry us away, that we feel so broken um, that we are like dust. And and she writes in her book that dust is God's favorite ingredient. Mm-hmm. That in that moment, he's he might not not be able to say, I can't glue you back together. I can't glue those pieces back together because you're so shattered. But in that time, I will take that dust and I will form something new that I am doing a new thing. Just as he did in Genesis when he took dust, that he used dust to form clay that then, you know, that makes us into this beautiful masterpiece. And so there are moments that leave us feeling shattered where, where God can restore and, and put pieces back together. But there are also moments that leave us feeling like dust where God says, I will do a new thing. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Aren't you just rejuvenated, am, Reagan? I, I know heaven and hell has changed today. I really do from what <laughs> you're saying and what people are going to hear all <laughs> over the world. And I just want to know who is lifting you up and <laughs> who who are your peeps yeah. while you're going through this and you're traveling all over the world and sharing the gospel? I would say my family um, has been a lot of, I mean, I call my, my siblings, my battle buddies mm-hmm. that we do oh. it together. You know, it is a war so good. and yeah. there's an enemy who hates us and, um, we're on the front lines to, to tell people about Jesus. And, you know, I have, I have girls in my life that I call my iron. Um, when Proverbs talks about that iron sharpens iron, I um, I have friends in my life who are that, that they sharpen me and I wouldn't be able to do it without them. Um, and then siblings who go to, we go to war for each other. We pray for yes. each other. Um, we, you know, we text each other when we're about to speak or about to share truth with someone and we can be praying for one another. And Amen. so, yeah, we, it takes a village. It takes a team. It takes battle buddies, mm. but yeah, I'm grateful. And, and you know, her battle buddy, buddies are Jonathan, <laughs> Haley, 
and Harrison. Yeah, A absolutely. shout out to you guys. And oh, we yeah. don't want to forget about John and not only that, Barbie, her mom. Yeah, wouldn't be here without him. I love it. <laughs> quite literally. But, <laughs> amen. Yeah, quite literally. That's amazing how God works that, isn't absolutely. it? Absolutely. Um, I am just so thankful that you're here today. Mm. Um, Reagan, I would not want to do this without you. Thank you for introducing me to her. I already knew her mom, but I have not <laughs> ever met this sweet young Gabby Odom, mm-hmm. who is young who is brave and who is bold for Jesus Christ. Listeners, would you pray for her? Mm. Would you pray for mm-hmm. her that as she speaks, the same prayer that in Scripture Paul had asked for, that as she speaks, she will be bold in Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and not fear because God's got this. You know, who are we going to be afraid of when God is for us? Yeah, and ladies, if you want that kind of ministry with your family, if you want that power with your kids, it only comes through Jesus Christ. Yeah. It only comes by saying yes to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is there waiting for you. And it is today the day that you want to open up your heart and say yes to Jesus. Yeah. Gabby, would you say a quick prayer yeah. and close us out? Yeah. Dear Jesus, I just I thank you so much for your holiness and for your goodness. God, I, I pray for those that are listening that have not yet tasted your goodness and tasted your love, Lord, that they would have a love encounter with your son, that they would give their lives over in order to find you, Jesus. Mm. And so I pray for their hearts that they would be convicted, that they would long to follow you and to serve you well, Jesus. So Amen. we thank you so much for who you are. And how can Amen. they get a hold of you? Uh, through an email, um, gabrielle.odom at howtolifemovement.com. Over and out, ladies. Love you. Perfect.